Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Episode 135 of another Woodshop podcast where this week we're joined by one of my favorite makers. He served his country, served his city, and most recently served the maker community with awe-inspiring projects, engaging content, and fun, playful attitude that'll keep you coming back for more. It is my honor to present our sire, the Lord Officer Daddy himself, Johnny Aloysius (laughs) Lambert III, also known as Johnny Builds. Hey! Pete, hey guys! Fire intro, man! Fire intro, as per every usual. week. I had to uh, Bing your whole title. <laughs> yeah, it was. You had, to, <laughs> you had to pull the whole thing up off of Bing, huh? That's the only place to find us full legal. Scottish Christian Wikipedia. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Mick Mickpedia or whatever they call it over there. <laughs> no, uh, no. Big, big thanks to Johnny for joining us this week. We really appreciate you joining us, man. Uh, you know, we'll go into the story about. How tough it's been to be on have, or to get you on the show, and we'll obviously throw Dan under the bus while we do that. It'll be fun. So. Oh, cool! Uh, That's anyway. why I'm wearing my yellow shirt. <laughs> Schedules are hard, right? Dude. So you don't get hit by buses. <laughs> <laughs> Just blend uh, in. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, right. It's your bus shirt. No, uh, but real quick, I want to thank our patrons. Big thank you to them. You guys are amazing. We have a new patron this week. That is Justin Addy. He is our new VIP Woo! patron. So big thanks. Thank to you, him. Justin. You're the thank man. you. Talk um, to your patron too. Look. Mm. Yeah, he came in hot with his Patreon money. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for the money. Ooh. Oh, Johnny Johnny was like, I don't really want to talk about my career as a cop. Now he's got his badge on right in the thing. Ossifer. <laughs> 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 no. Uh, Os- Os- Officer Daddy. Uh, if you, <laughs> I don't like saying Poppy, it. It makes Poppy. me really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. Did you say Poppy. <laughs> Yeah, his Poppy. eyes lighten up every time somebody says Officer yeah. Daddy. He's like, Officer yes. Daddy. He's like, yeah. <laughs> you rang? <laughs> no, I mean, you know, thanks for coming on the show, man. We really appreciate you being here. Uh, you know, we've only been asking your... you to be here since WorkbenchCon 2020, I think. <laughs> or 2022? <laughs> what? Uh, 2022. Give us the, uh, you know, Pete asks the question better, and I'm going to let him ask it in a minute here. But, uh, you know, give us the. Johnny Builds Elevator Pitch. Who are you? And uh, Pete, say yeah, it. Finish you're it. Wa- you're, yeah, who the hell do you think you are? You're wasting my time. You have till the ninth floor ago. <laughs> okay. Um, hi. Hi, gentlemen. Hi. Thank you hi. for having me on. So, Daddy. Um, <laughs> this is uh, Daddy Builds. Uh, <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> but you have to say like professor, Daddy. There's something there. <laughs> professor <laughs> Inspector Daddy Builds. Oh, uh, no, I'm I'm uh, the the who the hell that I think that I am. Uh, <laughs> I am a maker and a content creator who uh, has found some luck and success. <laughs> and um, yeah, no, uh, just I'd like to make fun stuff and be really goofy in my videos and kind of just be myself. And uh, yeah, that's what I like to do. Nice. Well, we all enjoy it. I especially enjoy it. But I, I, 
enjoy the fact that you used to be a real woodworker and now you have a CNC and you're you're just pretending. Just phoning it in. I'm a bu- I, I push buttons now. You That's just push buttons. You buy files yeah. on Etsy. We get it. I just like how you can <laughs> yeah. throw all the wood on the bed and then hit that button and it just spits stuff out. That's, That's the it. coolest It's part. amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. It Definitely. reads your get thoughts. Get, get a CNC. It does all the work for you. Uh, you just sit back, sip latte, and uh, mm. yeah. It's amazing. Oh, and when's latte. the first time you like started working with wood or making? When's the first time that you were like, "Oh, this is a thing"? Oh man! What is your origin story? story? What is your, what has been your woodworking uh, journey? Oh, oh god! <laughs> <laughs> Don't um, stop. And then, John. and then I'm gonna ask you what your favorite wood is. <laughs> uh, my favorite wood is your mom. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> You knew that was coming. She's a lot. Uh, well, I think like we got a mom. show title already. <laughs> Leave your mom the with Officer out of Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy Mantu is a saint. Saint. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how much that quote is appreciated here. Yeah. When when did all this start though? Like seriously, what 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 kind of made you think that this is the thing you want to do for forever? Yeah, so about five years ago, um, I was sick of buying like crappy furniture at Target and Walmart, and I decided I wanted to make my own crappy furniture out of you know. Two I, by I have fours. to pause you because this is literally everyone's origin story that we have on the show, and ours as well. Go ahead. I think mine <laughs> has a bit of a twist, but maybe not. Right. I don't know. Scorpions. So yeah, we know scorpions. <laughs> <laughs> what is a scorpion? <laughs> So I did not go to YouTube. I went to Amazon and researched uh, DIY uh, books. And uh, interesting, the, the top <laughs> it's one way to go. Yeah, the top because I, I read a lot of books back then. Now I'm, <laughs> I'm much dumber and I can't read. Um, the the top search result, uh, like however many years ago, uh, was Ben Ueda's homemade modern book. Um, really bought it. I, I had no idea that he had a YouTube channel. I bought his book and it was some really cool, but really simple, straightforward <laughs> DIY projects. And I was just enamored with it. I was like, Oh, this is, this is interesting and, and cool and simple. And he's using, you know, a circular saw and a drill and uh, a sander. And that's all I need. Um, so I, I went out and I bought uh, <clears throat> those those tools. I bought a Ryobi like uh, toolkit in a bag kind of thing where you get like the the oh yeah nice. the, uh, the 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 yeah, dark blue one with the yellow accent for eighty nine dollars. I had that one. Yeah. The classic blue and yellow. I just got rid of the uh, the drill like uh, at the beginning of this year. <laughs> I just got rid of first it. thing to die is the, yeah. the the flashlight always. Oh yeah, yeah. The flashlight was dead on arrival. <laughs> By the way, uh, I, uh, the flashlight was surprisingly good. Not surprisingly in my bag. Good. Yeah. I think my bulb died and I never replaced it. No, mine mine was amazing. Uh, so, anyways, I uh, the 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 project on the cover of that book was this like media console with like uh, these these like inverted um, <clears throat> what is it the the plumbing pipe legs which was hot for a while and i built that was the first thing i built i didn't realize it was like copper pipe 
no, no, no. <clears throat> black like, pipe. Like black pipe. Gas, oh, yeah, yeah. Pipe. Oh, yeah, yeah. The desk I'm sitting at has the black pipe legging. I can't believe yeah. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What so what I didn't... <laughs> what I didn't realize, it was about $20 in lumber and about $350 in black pipe. Um, <laughs> That's the title of the bin- show. <laughs> $350 in black pipe. Black pipe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. Anyways, thank you, Johnny. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Sorry. See, that was so bad that they blurred Dan. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Tonight. All right, three hundred fifty dollars in black pipe with Johnny. Let's not repeat it. It was a bad idea on my part. I apologize. <laughs> I I applaud bad dad jokes <laughs> a thousand percent. Yeah. So no, I um I, it I is early. started building uh, stuff out of his book. Then I found his YouTube channel. And through his YouTube channel, uh, I found uh, Mike Montgomery. Um, cause they, they were very similar back then. And then I found like Jimmy DeResta and Steve Ramsey and, um, just went down the rabbit hole. And when, when those guys, uh, Ben and Mike and then Chris Salamone started their, their podcast, um, a lot of the stuff in the early days of their podcast was about creating a YouTube channel. And mm-hmm. so being <clears throat> about 15 years into my uh, career, I I knew that I wanted a change. And so I'm like, maybe this is the thing that takes me away from my day job and allows me to start a business. So that was kind of like the goal from like day one. Now with that, that's uh, a I, lot of force foresight, honestly. Yeah. Ooh, I thought you were going to say something else. Started with <laughs> I want to actually touch on that exact thing. Cause um, I watched your video about you retiring and mm-hmm. it, correct me if I'm wrong, but, you were just ready to quit like three years ago, right? You were ready to just go, but you wanted to finish out the pension and everything. And yeah. you had a, I like not to get all big words here, but like a paradigm shift. I think we were talking about Ben. You got, hold on. I got to Google that word. Bing what it, the heck? Paradigm spelled with a silent Z. Um, of like, you were ready because you were like, I just need to get this. I, I want to get it done. I want to get going. Um, but somebody had told you that, no, use these three years as the, prep the training the build up like build the base that you're gonna grow your empire on type of stuff so uh who was that if if, if correct me because I, I thought it was ben but i may have missed that part in the video it it was it was ben yeah. ueda uh it was it was um and and that's that's one of the cool things it's like ben is how i got started and now i can count him as a, a friend um, who I can call up and, and just chat with anytime. So that that's just one of the things that's amazing about this community is, mm-hmm. um, you know, you get to you get to meet your heroes and often you get to become friends with your heroes. Um, but yeah, so I was uh, back in 2019, I was out at in Joshua Tree at the little gathering that Ben had um, that he called Makesgiving. Um and and we were just like on a trip to Home Depot and I'm just like lamenting the fact that I'm like, oh man, I just want to be full time. Like I'm seeing all these other full time makers and I'm just like serious FOMO, you know, they're living the dream and I'm just like, I want to, I want to do that. You know, I want to do it now and I'm like ready to quit my job. And Ben was like, dude, like, you know, what you have isn't a curse. It's a blessing. Like, 
use this time as as a sort of um, what's a good way to put this? Uh, Creating a springboard, or well, not even that. Like like y- <clears throat> you kind of have you can you can experiment and you can fail because you have gotcha your right. career to fall back on, right? Um, but like f- use this time to kind of figure out like who you are and what you want to be and like what your, what your, your online presence is and, and what your YouTube presence is. And it really, really kind of hit me right between the eyes. Like I, um, you know, I, I was like, okay, you know, that's, that's kind of like you said, it's a paradigm shift. Like, you know, I was thinking there's that word of, again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you can look it up later. It's a um, shift in mindset, Dan. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, now um, I got to look up mindset. <laughs> and shift. And <laughs> blur your background, please. <laughs> you want me to just blur everything? Yeah, blur everything. Please. Can you blur your audio? Is that a, <laughs> just no, no, no. <laughs> Get further away. <laughs> just blur your face. Don't. The rest can stay in focus. Um, no, I don't know how to on your face. <laughs> I'd prefer and that there's, there's a reason I asked you specifically about that part since you no, mentioned it, because no. a lot of our <laughs> listeners, you know, they see people going full time and everything. And that's, that's the goal. But yeah, like you, you did take a look at, you're like, Hey, like, let me build a base. Let me try some stuff and fail and see how it works. And did you ever fail? Would you say you ever failed? Have you watched oh. his channel? <laughs> Absolutely. Like I mean, that's why he's got you know other people to break things for him, but he can't break them. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, there you go. That's the that's the thing. Failure is not a negative. Failure is the path to success. A thousand Absolutely. percent. You you guys know that. Like you yes. will not be successful unless you're willing to fail. Period. Like you have to get yep. punched in the mouth and you have to get up and and say okay i'm going to get punched in the mouth again because that felt good and i want that prize at the end of that rainbow like failure is a Hit good me. thing yeah like like just get comfortable with failure yeah that's that's like that's step 1 in in right. becoming a, a whatever you want to be no matter what it is whatever if you want to be a content creator or if you want to be an you can't be scared. Like, you can't be scared. Yeah. You got to be fearless. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You, I think you can be scared. I think you just get yeah. If you're a little, you channel it as you can't be scared. <laughs> so scared that you don't no, no. do anything. No, you really yeah, you can't exactly. Yeah. That's right. No, yeah, you have yeah. you have to understand that there is an element of of uh, that there. If you don't understand there's failure, then you're never going to have fear. Uh, like yeah. you, to be to be brave, you have to be scared, kind of a thing. Like for sure. Like I for sure, totally. Very agree. very well said. Yeah yeah. So yeah, you you need to understand that like you're yeah. taking risks and that if you but also if you don't take any risks, you're never going to experience life. So like just get out there and do it. But like obviously your your channel's at like uh, over half a million subs and you're about to hit five hundred fifty thousand. And obviously overall. You're seeing success. I'm sure you're seeing individual videos as failures um, is probably how you look at it. There's probably videos where you're trying something and it didn't land with your audience. And that's but that's kind of the fun of being a content creator, right? Like you're trying new things to see what hits. I mean, you know, that's 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 the fun part. Because what if you uh, find that new thing that hits hard? 
you know, and you're like, oh, this is boom. It just does this. I mean, you've had that happen a few times on your channel. Oh, it should be woodworking bottomless. People love this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, Daddy it's, builds. It's... <laughs> Look, if you don't lean into the daddy builds thing, we can't help it's you. Second channel. Right. <laughs> First of all, it's Lord Daddy Builds. Yeah. And second Idiots. of all, we're taking a 10% cut of that. You oh sign the contract. You know, if you, you can buy a plot of land in Nebraska from Dan. You can. And become like, you know... Slightly white trash. I can't wait to see. Where, yeah, I can't wait to see where this goes, Pete. I was waiting for you to have like a, just a fire joke, but then you made that one, so it's okay. Uh, um, that's, that's fair. That's fair. There's no titles in Nebraska except for like with Taco John's is like the only title. Taco John's runs up. Authentic Mexican runs up. Restaurant. Right. Taco Johnny's. Thank you very much. Taco Johnny. Poppy Taco Johnny's. Um, oh, cool. All right. Yeah. Poppy Builds. <laughs> Poppy Builds. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I Poppy Builds. All right. No. Uh, <laughs> no. All right. Well, hey, that was really awesome. That was really good. This is like, off the rails. I love who it. You are. No, no, no. That was fantastic. That was really great. Thanks, dude. Um, we're going to go into... We didn't really explain our segments to you, so they're going to be surprised. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to go into our, uh, our, our main segment here, which is called What's on My Bench, and it's, you know, started this way. What's on my bench? By Dan singing, and we're gonna uh, we're just gonna like go round robin, talk about what we're working on this week, what we got going on, what projects, what videos, whatever content we got going on. Uh, Johnny, why don't you go first? Ooh, what is on my bench? And keep in mind that what's on my bench is kind of a metaphor for what's going on in your life. That's the deepest thing you ever said, Dan. Well, you know, it's my uh, yeah, what's going on in your my life Taco John roots this month, out. and what are you looking forward to in the near future? Since you don't do this every week yet. I like how all three of us just explained what what's on my bench is. <laughs> it's more of a way you feel. But, it's a way of life. <laughs> my answer it's a is journey. the same. What's on my bench? Your mom. Oh! Right. That was short. Hi, Poppy. Hi, Poppy. <laughs> I'm going to send you a picture of my mom. You're going to feel bad. <laughs> Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. Is a saint. <laughs> Dorothy Dunlap is a saint. She is. So... And in and, and all seriousness, uh, what is on my bench? I wrapped a, a build today for a video that's coming out on Sunday. Um, Can't and wait. I am, I am, thank you. I am starting. I, I legitimately like your videos. I'm going to, I'm going to say a lot of things that sound like I don't like you, but legitimately, I like your videos. You're one of thank my favorites. I, I appreciate it. He does it. mention it often. Is, if, if you like, the goofy side of Johnny Builds. I don't. Really? Oh, well. <laughs> oh, no. You can, you can go to you hell. The male bravado. You, can go. <laughs> you can go straight to hell. Well, I'll tell you what. I live in Nebraska, so <laughs> I win. Uh, go on. <laughs> it could be worse. You could live in Oklahoma. That's true. Oh man! Oklahoma. Man. Uh, I think that's like the only state where property bomb. property value is lower than Nebraska. Is Oklahoma? Yeah, that's how I get the. We, uh, my wife. I'm I'm sorry to derail this. My wife and I legitimately looked at buying property in Oklahoma City about a year and a half ago because it was so cheap. I think it's just okay. Bro. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. 
Okay. All right, sorry, Johnny. Continue. I'm sorry. I see. New video Sunday. Oh, goofy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No pants. So goofy video. Uh, no pants. Uh, some ex- I'm listening. Epoxy experiments. Uh, but um, tomorrow we are, uh, and I say we, me and <clears throat> me and Hefe, my my uh, Android using assistant. Friend. Yes. That uses an Android phone, and he will be fired if he doesn't change uh, right. by January <laughs> yeah. 1. But see, you're uh, going to correct bubble. your behavior, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Uh, I, you know, one, one of the most successful things in my channel is when I build things for my daughter or my wife. And my next two videos are for my daughter and for my wife. So, um, there you, go. you know, Chris, Christmas the- is coming up. The Go bed ahead. you made for your daughter was <clears throat> chef's kiss. Amazing. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So I have to be kind of quiet because she might hear me, but. Um, She's not going to listen to this. She's never going to listen to this. Well, she won't listen to it, but she may hear me downstairs because I'm a loud talker. Um, so <laughs> close talker. I built her a bed and a desk. Nice. A bed <laughs> And then the desk. Well, I built the desk first. Oh yeah, the bed. desk. I like the desk with the. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the T word? Tessellation. Tessellation. Well, that he knows. Yeah, <sighs> floating tessellation. Um, Very nice. So now she needs a chair to go with that, but that's not what she asked for. She asked for this stupid, <clears throat> like. <laughs> like bench that she can put a plant on and she wants what this the heck? exact exact replica from anthropology and I'm like okay so I am building her that but that's just <laughs> got you, baby the boo. fake that's the fake project and I'm building her a right. chair to match uh, the bed and the desk <clears throat> and kind of be the oh, the cohesive piece that ties up the trifecta and the hat are tray. you going to do it like nice. a real woodworker or are you going to use a CNC uh, I'm going to push buttons. Thank you. Oh, you uh, dirty much. son of a bee. Pushing Dan's button right now. Man, I can't believe this. <laughs> Dan, do you not have a CNC? I have a CNC. It's a oh, okay. 100%, a like 95% of his business <laughs> is yeah. CNC. <laughs> I, I, I bet it's like 98% currently. Yeah. It's pretty Bro, is it? It's pretty on par right yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. I don't follow him, but uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. Ouch. <laughs> Never meet your heroes. Oh. Same Z's. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, hold on. Where's my phone? <laughs> I'm following you right now. And follow uh, Okay. <laughs> all right. This is hold a real what, dumb what is all this situation going on here. <laughs> what? Well, Daniel, what is all this? Oh, a lot of bow ties. With this Odai's oil? What is, what's going on? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Scroties? We don't talk about it. Uh, we don't uh, talk o- about that. Odie's VPN. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Odie's VPN. <laughs> what a scam. All right, go on. Established finishes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds st- actually legit. <laughs> it's a scam. <laughs> oh. Wow. What were we talking about? I forget. Oh, um, <laughs> What's on his bench? His video chair. is coming out. He's, he's building. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chair, chair, chair. That's for your wife, but what about for your daughter? What, no, the chair is for my daughter. Oh, for your daughter. Uh, my, my wife has been asking for a king-size bed, 
um, for it's the only way to live since I met her. Um, Ouch. and I am delivering that. Why uh, am I picturing you like Michael Scott sleeping on like the, the foot, the foot rest thing at the end of the bed? <laughs> <laughs> because the bed's not big enough to hold any boat. <laughs> oh, God. Best, <laughs> Please tell me you watch best, The Office and you get that reference. Best episode of The Office, hands down. <laughs> dinner party? <laughs> yes, dinner party is... is yes. Chef's kiss? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I, I'm going to be doing that, Sweet. but uh, that's more like... That'll be done like middle of January. Sweet. Awesome, man. Cool. Yeah. Anything else Can't wait on? to rip that off. Just in time I got for a, Christmas. I, I got a 12-foot-long <laughs> white oak slab from oh. a local uh, supplier that I work with, uh, Vintage Reclaim Lumber. Uh, hashtag you've, you've worked with them a lot. I yeah, remember yeah. as far back as you you made that uh, like farmhouse sort of mm-hmm. uh, uh, the, the style of table where the, the, the legs come up through the, the – the, Tabletop? I can't remember the name of it's it. It's called what the Parsons that? table. Parsons, yes. And you Every filled all the cracks. You filled all the cracks with like a teal blue. I I really like that. That, that I really like that project. That build put me on the map. That build took me from like seven K to probably seventy. Like Really? Wow. <laughs> I thought you were gonna yeah, say seven yeah. again. <laughs> seven, like seven, seven, like seven seven point five hundred <laughs> to the high sevens. <laughs> high sevens. Yes, no. That's like when we have no. That was a <laughs> that was a really great that was a really great video. I, what I really liked about that video is you showed all the struggles you had with that because it was reclaimed wood and it was not square. It was not straight, and you had to struggle with it like a lot. I think yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. You even had to like start over somewhere. Yeah. I, I didn't start over. I was always building two tables. That was always the plan. Uh, right, 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 right. Okay, yes. So the whole the whole thing started because my friend uh, and his wife that live in Colorado in Denver uh, asked me to build them a Parsons table. I didn't even know what a Parsons table was. Um, so I hit it. I just learned myself. Yeah. So I hit it VRL and, um, you know, I was kind of a friend with them, but, you know, we hadn't worked together and I said, Hey, let's work together and I'll build two of them. One for my friend and one for you. And so that's what I did. And, uh, the one that I built for VRL was a piece of garbage. And the one that I built for my friend was the one that I was like, Oh, okay. I figured out all my mistakes (laughs) and yeah, it never sold, and I and think eventually the the one you built the, the, the one you built for VRL. You guys, you're still friends with them after that. Oh, they're the ones that just gave me the the white oak slab. That's they're amazing. Wild. Seriously, like if you're in the Oklahoma, this is a total plug, but it's also legitimate. Do it if you're in the Oklahoma City area. Um, if you use NordVPN, for, we get it. Yes. <laughs> so no one knows you're there. <laughs> find me if you're in the Oklahoma City area. Find me on Raid Shadow Legends. Um, no, no. Uh, username <laughs> at Daddy Builds. We can fight or whatever we do in that game. 2023 yeah. AWP Maker Meetup in Oklahoma at Johnny Builds. Okay. No, I can make that drive. Let's do it. Yeah. Plug, plug them, Johnny. Seriously, plug plug them real quick. I cut you off for, like four first times. First of all, so plug them. 
why is there not a maker event in Oklahoma City? We're right in the heart Seriously. of the country. Do it. It's the heart of the country. It's easy. Part. Yeah. Not, like, make it is happen. Is major airport? The No, it's tiny. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But no, no, no. I can uh, make that drive. Claim Let's do it. Oklahoma City, it's amazing. If you're in Oklahoma or anywhere close, like you, you tell them that Johnny sent you and they, uh, they'll give you a discount. And oh, they have some beautiful material. 30%. They, uh, exactly. <clears throat> they have an eye dry, um, uh, so they can, they can dry your, your, nice. uh, your wood. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. That's what I want. You have a maker meetup, meetup Midwest. I will drive down and I will stop at Vintage Reclaim Lumber and I will get something and I will drop your name. Midwest maker meetup just sounds like it should be a thing. It's a great name. You guys need to make it happen. Two of you need to get together. One one of the one of the we did try to do it in Salt Lake. One one of the OG maker meetups. If you guys remember, about four or five years ago. like a bunch of makers, including Jimmy DeResta and ZH Fab, and I, I don't remember this. Remember who else? But they came to Oklahoma to Skyatook, and it was like this. Weird, okay, I actually like, do remember this. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> I wasn't was there, but I remember seeing it and thinking, "Yeah, oh, that looks like fun." Yeah, this is pre WorkbenchCon, pre Maker Camp, pre everything. I think uh, Jay Bates was there, even. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. all that. Yeah, I remember seeing it online anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, we should do that. Johnny, let's do something. Make, let's, let's <clears throat> make, a, it. make a Midwest Johnny, if you build thing. it, we will come. They will come. Yeah. Okay. You guys, you heard it here. Dan and Johnny are not going to do that for sure. Dan, yeah. what do you got going on on your, <laughs> on your bench this week? <laughs> um... <laughs> You guys, I am drowning, drowning, drowning in Etsy orders. I know I briefly went over this last week, <laughs> very briefly. Um, it's it's insane. I'm doing I'm doing like 20 orders a day. It is crazy. I'm wow. really struggling to keep up, uh, and it's it's mind boggling because like I did the I did the Etsy sale, like the holiday sale that they were pimping. I did the 20 percent off or whatever, and then I turned it off early because it was doing way too well and i could not keep up i turned it off early and it's still it's still going like i don't understand what's going on um i'm grateful i'm super grateful for it but i'm struggling to keep my head above water currently um and on top of that uh in the commission world we delivered the big massive door jam for the white oak door finally it's actually installed as we speak, I'm, I got a text from my client. It's been installed, and it looks freaking phenomenal. Um, I'm currently working on the White Oak Door version 2, and it's, I'm, I'm happy to say that it is flat. It's great. Uh, I'm not going to mess with it. We're just going to get all the hardware installed and deliver that sucker. And it's going to be a little lighter than it was before because before – uh, the one I made before was exactly two inches thick and this one's like one and three quarter inches thick and that will shave off 50 to 75 pounds. Wow. I mean, the door is, door? the door is like 42 by 96. 80 I mean, pounds. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Now it's only five. It started pounds. at 80. It's a, cut off 50 to 75. It's, it's five pound door. It's, it's feathers <laughs> veneered with white oak. It's. it's <laughs> it's a great door. It's a sixteenth inch of an inch thing. Feather core. Feather core. Feather core. <laughs> feather core. 
So uh, I'm hoping to have that delivered by Monday. Uh, the client's really like on my neck about getting it done by the 12th or the 13th, I think. And I think the 12th is Monday. My birthday may or may not be Sunday. Sunday. Dan's turning. I won't say how old, but Dan is turning. 28. Wow. You know, he's like over 30. He looks like he's been using meth for 27 years. (laughs) (laughs) No. Seriously, go tell Dan happy birthday on Sunday. (laughs) No, please don't. Uh, Yes, do. Uh, My ego needs it. Bring attention Um, to his birthday. Uh, as, as back to Etsy stuff, I I got a couple orders of like bigger pieces of furniture as far as Etsy goes, so I had to make three of those sectional slide tables that I make those just C tables, uh, that, that are finger hole finger finger hole C tables box joints. Let's rework that name. Box joints. <laughs> they're C tables. That's a C finger hole. You know my viral video, the one that put me on the map. I went from 7,000 to 7,500. So I had to make a couple of those. I also had to make uh, one of my mid-century modern-esque like side tables. I put that on Etsy months and months ago, and nobody bought one. And then finally somebody bought one, and I was like, holy crap. I actually have to make one of these. Uh, I had to find the file. I couldn't find the file. I don't know how to do this. I had to remake the file (laughs) entirely. Because it had been so long, I was like, I couldn't find the file. Um, anyway. Oh, also, also, you know, Johnny Builds isn't the only YouTuber here. Yeah, Mike's here. I dropped another YouTube video. It's oh. uh, It was a nice. Q&A style video. It was actually pretty fun to do. Uh, had a lot of good feedback on the intro where I fell off the tailgate of my truck. So that's fun. Uh, go, give it a ch- go give it a look. Go give it a watch, a thumbs up, and a subscribe and all that stuff. Please. Thank you. I have children to feed. Um, Pete. Hello. You want to talk about your week? Yeah, Dan, I'm, uh, as someone that does the show notes, I often don't write as much for you. You had a uh, busy week. I've actually been very busy. Yeah, I just haven't. I don't talk. On. I don't talk much. Proud of you, boo. Also, that was very loud. <clears throat> okay. That computer sound. Uh, so for me, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to play the role this week. The role of Dan is going to be played by Pete. I had a lot of Etsy orders, not as many as Dan, but I still had a bunch of Etsy orders. I I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but I have a new printer and it's a resin printer. So it prints with liquid. So the UV cure resin that, that some of us use. Oh, I did mention it. Yeah. So I finally yeah. unboxed that, set that up. It is a lot so, bigger than I thought it was going to be. Talk to me like I'm an idiot and I don't know what you're talking about because I don't. Okay. Uh, a resin printer. Is that like printing with epoxy? Yeah. And it cures it, like while it's laying the stuff down? It it's literally that, yes. So it's interesting. Like a UV cure resin, it doesn't just like cure on its own, really. It will if you leave it out over time for hours or days, it'll get harder. But the way this works is you pour the UV cure resin into a basin and Can that, you set that up in your yard and print in the sun? Technically so after you print something. You take it out and you put it into a curing, you wash it in a washing oh. station and then you put it into a curing station that's just a UV light and it rotates on a little turntable. Uh, if you don't have that, oh, you could literally put it outside. It's how to turn tables. You could literally put it outside and it will cure with the sun. Yep. Interesting. Printing with the power of the sun. Look at that. Ain't that fancy. So I've been uh, trying to catch up on some Etsy orders. Well, actually, I got caught up on Etsy orders because usually for me, Tuesday to Thursday is like the slower days. Um Yesterday, I had not a single order come in. Today, I got flooded, which is Bro. 
awesome because I'm, I'm still awesome. keeping up. Um, aside from that, I have a vendor event, this uh, a holiday vendor event this weekend. And it's the first time this local farm is doing it. But anytime this farm throws an event, they literally have to open up like a football field and a half of parking just to fit all the cars that go there to visit. So I'm hoping that this is going to be a big event, even though it's supposed to be cooler and whatnot. We're going to be inside the greenhouses and they're like pavilion covered up and stuff. So it's going to be 40 degrees out. So hopefully it'll still turn some people out. But Oh, yeah, you should be fine. I mean, that's nice weather in Jersey in yeah. December, right? Although, 40? Well, Sunday it is going to snow. So okay. we'll see. We'll see. But at least Saturday, I'm hoping to have a a, a good event. And it's a, it's, it's a local place to us. We've been trying um, to like work with them a little bit. They do some consignment stuff i think but uh this would be a nice end you know with the community we did pretty well in uh the like the local town day that they did a fair in the summer that was pretty good and i'm hoping that we sell a good amount so i've been leaning very heavy into the laser i made a boatload of cutting boards in september so that i wouldn't have to make any in november december that was a strategic plan because like i i i hate working all the way up till december uh, or december 24th when you know I want to just spend time with my family. So I made a bunch of cutting boards. Whatever I made, I made. I didn't make any new ones. This week has just been small CNC projects, uh, finishing up some charcuterie boards and tons of laser projects. And I did something for the first time that I've never done, which is I bought a bunch of laser files. Usually I try to make my own, but I bought some really intricate stuff that you can, you know, multi What's it like being a hack? Uh, It feels actually amazing. Honestly, I feel like a million bucks. Yeah. And I'm better than everyone, which is awesome. So it's really (laughs) nice. (laughs) Um, And all I do is press a button and it goes and then I have my wife glue it up. So I do no work. It's amazing. So you got uh, it down. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan. Big fan. Um, So I'm doing that, getting a lot of projects done, a lot of tchotchkes, knickknacks and uh, hoot nannies for thing, patty wags, all that stuff. Yep. And uh, that's pretty much it. But I'm excited to announce that after this weekend, I have just one small little project that to frame something out for a kitchen island for a friend of mine. Very small project. And I'm done for the rest of the year. Like I've been planning to be done for the rest of the year. Now, I'll probably work on some projects here or there, obviously. But like I have nothing that has to get done. And So whatever you work on is personal. Personal. Or I could just hang out in a house with family. I can play video games. I could just work on... Some Yo, hit me up in GTA. Yeah, I will, dude. Oh, yeah, totally. I got you. Yeah, yeah. But I've been trying to do this for five plus years. And every year I screw myself and I work all the way up till Christmas and then after Christmas through New Year's for late orders and stuff. I don't have to do that for the first time ever. And it feels incredible. I actually get to enjoy the holidays. So I'm, I'm very excited. Thank you, Johnny. And uh, that's it. That's my that's my thing. Mike, let's hear about your week. You're busy as always. You had a busy week. Um, new, new employee started, uh, Monday, so that was nice. He's working out great. Uh, first week was good so far. Um, he was going to be part time, but actually he's going to be working five days a week. Now, oh, it looks like. Um, so, so three full timers. That escalated quickly. Yeah, three full timers. He's going to be he's he's going to be here uh, tomorrow. Now it's just slammed right now. It's insane. Wait, is it we got a someone of... we know? I know there was some potential talk. They're all, they're in the community. Uh, they're okay. in the community. He's a local guy. He was okay. been a follower for a while and, um, he's doing great. He's working really hard. Um, well, I'm glad you finally we got this hired office yourself. build out. 
she would not she would not like the commute (laughs) no this guy's name's justin he's he's super nice guy he's uh he's a good dude so he's working he's working hard you know four days in no issues yet we'll see how it goes next week um uh we got this office build out we're doing four huge tables and then a bar for them we actually have everything done tomorrow we're probably going to deliver monday that's going into the bay area so that's going to be quite the drive sean and i have to do paradiseopoly boxes are going to all be done next week um the second round of shelves for room and board is going to be sprayed by saturday and we'll be shipping those on monday i saw i saw you had a pile of those you posted on uh ig yeah we're doing 200 this month with them with, with for the contract for this Jeez. month so we have 200 of those and then we have 25 no 20 coffee 20 uh, co- uh coffee tables for them this month too so we're slapping those out Yikes. we'll have those those will probably take us like five days so we'll Can probably we, knock wait, those out mike i'm week. sorry i have to pause you 20 tables 20 coffee tables this month on top of everything else most we'll of us won't build week. yeah most of us won't build 20 in our life wow well it's that's like, not fun. I know, but like, no, I, no. I, the reason <laughs> I pause you is because like the numbers you're doing now are insane. Pete and like, I are over here talking about Etsy and, and cutting no, boards, and I mean, it's like, like the doing most, like, twenty coffee tables, dude. This is awesome <laughs> and crazy. Like a couple years ago, you were in your shop building one project every couple months. Like you're, building I was selling 20, meth. 20 coffee tables <laughs> in a month. On top of you didn't hear that, else. Johnny. Yeah. Don't, oh, he's retired. Guys, don't tell no, him uh, I said this, but I'm proud of him. He doesn't have to hear. And then we got yeah. So thanks, Pete. That's, that's thanks, bonkers, Pete. Um, and then crap. we just finished up this 55 by 91 Walnut Island this week, and it's dope. Like it looks so good. Um, the de- the big tables we're wow. doing for that office build out. They're was all that the one you were you took a picture of yourself standing next to? Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. That looked that, really that's nice. That's going to a that that's going to a winery. Uh, probably the first week of January. It was initially a rush, <clears throat> and you know they had to pay for the expedite fee on the rush. But then the contractor screwed up, and they're not going to be able to get it installed Shocker. for like several weeks. So. Whoa. Chuckers. Sucks for them. They still paid for a it. rush, and then it... oh, I got paid. I got paid. <laughs> I don't <laughs> care. Um, so <laughs> no. Um, and then um, that's all the big stuff we're going around. Yeah, Etsy went weird. I've like I've kind of like priced all my stuff is hot because I just I honestly just hate Etsy. Like I just really like I, it happened again this week. Someone bought a digital file, and they're like, I don't know how to open up a zip folder, so I'm gonna oh, leave God. you a one star review because I'm a moron. Oh, it's like it's like the lowest common denominator. Did I customers? Over did there. I share my experience so. with a, a digital fire file purchaser? Uh, he may or may not have a name started with M, and he may have been from the Middle East. No, M Night no, Shyamalan bought from him. That's M. M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, I had, a, I had a guy. I had a guy buy a digital file for three ninety nine. It was an insert file, and he was expecting a physical product, and he kept sending me these nasty messages. And I'm like, dude, it's a, it's a digital file. There's no physical product, and he didn't know what I was talking about. And I had to get like super like he didn't firm and not nice with him. Before I don't did. even care about bad reviews anymore over there. I just don't care. Ugh. But we did like, I don't know what happened, but we did like $5,000 in Farkle trays in like six days over the last week. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Oh so we did, we like, it was been like, it was like uh, 35 of them sold or some crazy like number Etsy like that. It's like when Etsy just pushes one of your listings insane. to everywhere yeah. for some reason. 
super yeah. dumb. It's but crazy it's fine because those are those are like the only those are the only item over there that I actually am like, yeah, let's sell more of those because it's just the, literally the CNC does all of it and the and the big laser like the CNC the and laser to push does all buttons. Of it. I don't really care, so. I mean, the file was written four years ago, so it is pretty nice, honestly. <laughs> like, just take a big chunk of wood and I throw it in the CNC and it cuts everything out. Um, that's kind of it for right now. I'm just really busy right now. We're trying to hit some pretty harsh deadlines. We're trying to get to the end of the year. Oh, and um, the next CNC, it looks like we're shooting for like the first week of January for the new, the, the Smart Shop 2 Pro is coming on uh, first of the year. So I think oh, we're going to yeah. have uh, my bit, my, uh, the room, my room and board customer they're great. Like I really am fortunate to have that relationship. They just placed a half order for the shelves for next month. So we're actually going to have like some downtime a little bit. So me and the guys, we're going to spend a week building. Uh, oh, the other thing I was going to mention, we're going to be spend a week building fixtures and shop furniture and jigs and stuff <laughs> like that that we need in the shop. So, um, and then the other thing, Peter's coming on Sunday. That's my cinematographer. Yeah, I'll see you then. Um, We've got four video. Well, yeah, we've got four videos in the can now. Uh, he's coming on Sunday. I have two videos outlined for Sunday, so we're going to record two more videos on Sunday, and we should start seeing the new channel videos dropping uh, like the week before Christmas is when we'll start the videos, and we'll have a two to three week cadence for all the videos. So we're just trying to build up a backlog. And Peter is wrapping up most of the color grading for like, yeah, it should actually, be done by like three of them are done done. <laughs> yeah, three of them are done done, just, and then the other just two write that joke we're going to film. Yeah, I color grade keep, keep all my videos on YouTube keep... for the pod. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm really excited about that. Um, I actually was going to share with you guys the uh, this Redwood Cookie video. We're doing a video on that for the Redwood Cookies on how the production is done on that. So um, <clears throat> I'll sh- I want to share that with you guys in the Google Drive folder here. Tonight. It looks incredible. Like he is. <laughs> I'm so glad that Peter came into my life because there was n- there would never be a chance that I would ever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dan, are you able to mute him? Are you able to do no, no there would never be a chance that I could I could I could ever make videos that look this good. Like it's so amazing that to find someone who's a cinematographer for 20 years and a furniture maker. Like he gets it all. It's perfect. Like we jive so well. It's wild. So I'm so excited about YouTube. And it's something I've wanted to do. I kind of like went the opposite direction. Like my plan was always to like build the furniture business up, get myself in a position where I can focus on YouTube. And now I'm finally getting like 2023. I'm super excited to just focus on YouTube. Finally. Like I, I feel like I feel confident that Peter and I are going to be able to like really build something over there. So, um, I'm very pumped about that. Um, and that's kind of what's going on right now. So, um, we're not a whole lot. Yeah, not a whole lot. It's just crazy swamped right now. Like I'm, I'm getting like my eye twitch back from being stressed out. It's great. Oh, I I missed that. (laughs) Yeah. 92. I haven't seen that in a while. (laughs) <laughs> it's been a minute like i i was today was bonkers like thursdays are such a wash for me because of the honestly because of the podcast like i'm just like oh i can't work till 10 o'clock at night i have to go hey, you're welcome talk with people <laughs> yeah i know it's oh good sure. so bad um, so terrible hey before we get into the questions i did want to mention that you can get if you wanted to go to workbench con you can get 10 percent 10 50 dollars off not 50 dollars you can get 50 dollars off if you use code awp uh, that all that actually also helps support the podcast. So you get uh, we actually just to be fully transparent, we get fifty bucks as well. So if you're able to, uh, if you use the code AWP, you get fifty bucks off. We get fifty bucks, and we're probably gonna buy it on blow. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> spend it on blow. We'll, no. no. anyway. we'll just buy drinks. There. We'll buy drinks at the yeah. bar. No, yeah, we'll just buy That's drinks. What I'm at the gonna bar do for sure. Yeah. So John, if you, Johnny's if you use gonna that be code, there. We will let you buy us a drink at the at the event. <laughs> we'll and I'll be a cheap date. And I'll be a cheap date because. Yeah. I'm not drinking, so I just anyway, drink but yeah, Jack we'll, and we'll, Coke. Like it's cheap. We'll, uh, cheap we're oak. actually gonna probably do like 
an episode kind of talking about WorkbenchCon pretty soon, and we're going to really yeah. push that. Uh, we'll kind of talk about how that works and just like what up. you can expect it's when you see there. It's getting real close. Like four months. It's crazy how it's fast close. it's coming up. Yeah. Oh, jeez. It's like three months. Well, I guess it is four months. You're right, Pete. Yeah. And oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, it's the beginning of yeah, March. You know numbers. But yeah, if you listen, if you've been thinking about going, I mean, why not get fifty bucks off? Do it up. And right on. Yeah. All we'll right. talk and about stop thinking about it. Just do it. No more shills. Or, or, uh, no, but we'll have a workbench con episode. No more shills. We'll really talk about the, the good stuff. This right. mention of workbench con is brought to you by NordVPN. Uh, okay, so um, <laughs> no, uh, let's. I'm gonna actually read read this first question. Um, yeah. I want to read this. I want to do this this uh, written in first. And this is to Johnny, of course. It says, Johnny, does your experience as a hostage negotiator? Uh, help you with your customers and or brand interactions if so what tactics do you apply ah yes the negotiator <laughs> <Okay. Sorry. laughs> right. Pete wasn't here for that grievous. so that's the first time hearing that. it's general grievous yes <laughs> alright so Star Wars. I, I think it's actually legitimately a good question I mean it's got to help you with negotiate I mean you're a, ne- you're a negotiator it's got to help you with negotiations right no. <laughs> okay. Uh, the first question that is called in is. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, of course. He, he, Oops. Wrong button. <laughs> he, I'll tell you what. You know what? No, uh, being a good Dude, I can't negotiator. Keep up with this. Being a good negotiator is being a good listener. Like, that is huh? the vast majority. Exactly. Uh, but what is being a good negotiator? <clears throat> I'm just joking. (laughs) It's a listener joke. (laughs) Nice. You got me. All right. That's pretty good. Uh, Come on. It was all right. (laughs) No, no. Like, like the job itself uh, taught me communication skills. Um, The thing that, that, that side of it, like the listening skills and, and then the ability to just sit back and not say anything and just hear the other person and comprehend what they're saying and develop a, an appropriate response. Like that's important. Like listening is a huge part of, um, you know, a, 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 any sort of good conversation that you want to have. So, so yes, like short answer, it does help <clears throat> me in, in YouTube and it's like sponsorship negotiations. Cause really like, when, when I'm talking to a new sponsor or like a new brand that I want to work with or something like that. But I'm you don't really have sure. actual like customers. You're not building stuff for clients, right? Um, I guess. Yeah. Like, like I just uh, shipped out a table to California today. Um, but that is not my business. Like my business isn't right. like everything I make goes to a customer, but it's right. a, it's it's a bonus, but, but the like, brands are your customer kind of. I mean, you, I mean that's right, that's a customer. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So so the brands are, you know, that's the thing that pays the bills. I'm I'm more of a content creator than right. a um, you know a woodworker fabricator. Right. Yeah, and and that's just kind of where my journey has has led me. Not that there's anything wrong with either side of that. Um, it's just the thing that has worked for me. I think a lot of, uh, manufacturers 
want to get into content creation and a lot of content creators want to get into manufacturing. So there's, there's a middle ground somewhere within all of that. And um, yeah, so, so short answer, like being a negotiator has, has helped mainly for the listening skills as far as like when you're dealing with a customer or you're dealing with a brand or you're dealing with like a new company that you want to work with, um, hearing what they really want and what they need um, and being able to deliver that is really important. I want to uh, expand on that a little bit. I think this is the first time that we have discussed you being a hostage negotiator. Yes. We didn't bring that up earlier, did we? No. Uh, Didn't we? No. No. I don't think we did. Anyway, I have questions. Is that cool? You have Qs. I have A's. Well, I got Qs. You got some nice A's from this angle. (laughs) (laughs) So in that realm, like, what was the most interesting, crazy, whatever word you want to use here, uh, situation you were in. Is that something you can share with us? You know, I think at this point, now that I'm retired, I think I can. Before, I've never told this story um, in, a, in a public forum. I've only told it like one-on-one, but... Well, you know, so this isn't really time public. Stamp. We, got like tw- we got like 12 <laughs> listeners. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this is this is easy. <laughs> this is like talking to the this people like talking the bar. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is like... Yeah, bar talk. There's probably more people okay. in the bar than we have downloads, so you're fine. <laughs> so this is probably 2015, give or take. I don't know. Um, I'm a I'm a negotiator. There's multiple roles that you play as a negotiator. Um, when you get a call out, you show up, and, and and being a negotiator isn't your primary job, by the way. Like all the negotiators have different day jobs if you will within the police department like some are working in patrol i was a detective others are supervisors like it just depends on kind of where you're at so anyways we get this call out and um i show up and uh there's like 12 of us and so they assign different roles and you may be the primary negotiator you may be the secondary you may be the um the person that's kind of like collecting all the information. You may be someone that's like tasked with uh, collecting intel. And then the you may be the negotiator that's assigned to the armored vehicle that the SWAT team is in. And on this particular uh, call out, that's what I was assigned to is the armored vehicle. Uh, the the Bearcat is what they call it. And you That's Dan's nickname. Sit- Go ahead. <laughs> It's from exactly. high school, yeah. <laughs> I so, so, so <laughs> as as the negotiator in the Bearcat, you sit in the front passenger seat, and you have an intercom where you can communicate through that armored vehicle, and then you have a listening button where you can monitor communications that <laughs> that are being said back to you. So, on this particular call out, um, it was a uh, like a high risk warrant where. Uh, this family hadn't heard from their mother slash grandmother for three days and officers had been called out and the son, the 50 something year old son that lived with mom 
um, wouldn't let officers in the house. They didn't have probable cause just to go in there. Um, and it, it became, after several days, it became very suspicious and eventually probable cause was obtained to get a search warrant to go inside that house and make sure that she was okay. So that's, they, they kind of knew based on the Intel they had gathered from the officers that had been out there before that this something's not right. Yeah. Yeah. He had uh, severe mental health issues and um, there was uh, uh, thoughts that he was out there like making bombs because he was like wiring stuff up and, it was a whole bunch of stuff. So anyways, we roll on this at like eight, nine o'clock at night. And uh, we get there. I, again, I'm in the front seat of this armored vehicle. And uh, he won't answer the phone. They're trying to call into the house. He won't answer. Um, so eventually, uh, the, deci- the decision is made to put what's called the ram. It's like a long, like, pole with a uh, like a big steel plate on the end of it can relate onto onto the yeah exactly onto the front of the bearcat and uh they decided can relate. To, uh, can relate. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, ram they decide, the bearcat good god yeah. <laughs> there's there's next year's halloween costume right um uh, <laughs> Or everyday cosplay. Go on. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And if you're a furry, it works too, right? God. Yeah. So anyways, uh, <laughs> they decide they're going to open up a hole into this house of the front door with the ram. So they do that. Mm-hmm. And they see this uh, gentleman walking around. And he's got multiple firearms in his hands. And he's speaking gibberish like he's just like i couldn't understand be fluent in high school yeah yeah and and again he's like 50 something closing in on his 60s living with his mom um and he's he's walking back and forth like eventually they ended up making three big holes into this house so we can kind of like see inside yeah they they pretty much destroyed the house um and he keeps walking around with guns and he's holding them weird. Like he's holding a gun, but instead of like holding a gun, like y- you think he's right. kind of like, like it's holding like it like this. Yeah. It's like resting on Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're like, what is the he bear, doing? The, the, it's facing him. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was just weird. Like the whole interaction, like he was clearly like right. severely. Very unstable. Men- mentally ill. Like it's honestly yeah, the most. so sad. Uh, mentally incapacitated person I've ever seen in my life. Um, mm. Have you ever and... been to the Total Boat booth at WorkbenchCon at three in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> he has. I can't confirm. I, I, I know he has. Locked in. <laughs> I'm who you're talking about. Right. <laughs> that was you? So, yeah. You were the guy holding... Yeah. The posse can. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like sorry, a posse to my hands. No, yeah, you. Uh, how did this happen? Quick set. Yeah, so much epoxy. Yeah. So, long story short, we were that out there for I believe sixteen hours. Holy God. smokes! 
Yeah. Which is uh, a little shorter less than this, or a little or more than, than this than podcast. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Dang it. yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed um, it. Yeah. <laughs> so the SWAT team ended up uh, infiltrating the house and taking him down. He's, he had a gun in his hand. They went in there with a ballistic shield, knocked him to the ground, wrestled the gun out of his hand, arrested Wild. him, brought him out of the house, Jeez. searched the rest of the house. They find mom. Uh, she Uh-oh. is deceased. Uh, she's oh, been no. sh- I was really hoping shot. mom was okay. No, she's not. Uh, By the way, this podcast is PG-13, the, but go on. Ni- neither is the cat. Um, so mom's home. dead. And this is where it gets really, really interesting. So if you want me to stop, I'll stop. No, continue, please. Well, keep I'm it. Invested. Dan can edit. I'm invested. Dan can edit. Okay. <laughs> I'm invested. I want to hear it, but... Dan okay, can edit. So, so mom... Mom, mom's in her eighties. She's she's really old. Um, she, she's super dead at this point. Um, super dead. Is, oh my god. <laughs> she is on on cinder blocks like a freaking stolen okay. vehicle, like an uh, old Honda Civic. Uh, he has cut multiple pieces of her body off, and that's the things that we saw him walking around with that we couldn't identify. It was you like thought her, they were guns. So this- no, no, we knew they were guns, but like at other times we're like, what is that? And it was like her Oh my arm God. Wrapped in plastic. All right. Oh uh, he scooped he scooped one Dan of her. Dan just eyes kept out. asking for more. He scooped one and of her. You guys her didn't eyes like out. my butter knife story. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. I think he tops it. <laughs> he he removed one of her eyes and had it in, oh, a, in a, a a glass of water next to the bed. Like he had her on cinder blocks. Like it was, it was crazy. He was like dismembering her. Um, he was, he was when he was talking to the negotiators that were in our truck that were actually on the phone with him. Um, he was like, ah, just come in here and get her. But I haven't even told you the best part. Oh, so really? okay, <laughs> here we go. Just everybody, buckle up. No, it's funny. Oh, funny oh, it gets I'm, in, I'm in this for the jokes. Go on. And then he looks yeah. everyone dead in the eyes and goes, 60% Psych! of the time, it works every time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, at the time, we had our negotiator city-issued cell phones were these, like, antiquated flip, phone, flip phones. But, we like, we didn't care because we were like, okay, these are, like, phones that we can introduce into a situation where there isn't a phone and we can make contact so they, we would right. call them the throw phone. So, at, so you at give those to point, the 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 perpetrator or the what do you call them? The person perp- in that you're negotiating suspect. with. Yeah. Suspe- suspect. Okay. Yeah. So at, the at, perp at one the perp never ever use that term in my professional. I career, I watch yeah. a lot of Law and Order, so <laughs> yeah, I know the lingo. So, Exactly. So at one point it was uh, determined that I was going to introduce my cell phone as the throw phone. So I handed it to one of the uh, the SWAT team guys. They threw it into the house through one of these giant holes uh, they had made with the Bearcat. The, the, uh, the Bearcat the, ram made. Correct. Uh, the suspect picked up the phone and I get really excited. I'm like, heck yeah. Like we're, I'm, I'm calling my guys and I'm like, okay, he's getting the phone. Everything is great. We're like, we're going to be able to talk to this guy. Like we're going to resolve this. 
And he picks up the phone. He looks at it. He opens it. He breaks it in half and then throws it back at me. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was a little disheartening. So he, and He didn't want to talk to you. Fun. <laughs> he didn't. And you, you need a new phone. <laughs> this story brought to you by established titles. Um, <laughs> oh. oh, Lord Daddy. Oh, oh Lord, Lord Daddy, Daddy Bill. Hey, can I ask you, uh, <laughs> have you wild, ever asked dude. a question that you regret asking? Have you Have you guys ever did that? As a negotiator? <laughs> I know you guys did because you got me on a podcast. <laughs> Johnny, actually, I, Johnny, I, serious question. Like you were saying, the one of the important things you learned about being a negotiator was to listen. I mean, obviously not all, we all as a, just a, someone who's never been in law enforcement, we think of negotiator as someone dealing with hostage situations all the time. But obviously you're dealing with a lot of different situations in those situations. Mm-hmm. What yeah. is it you're listening for? To what that person is actually going through. Like the things they're that trying, they're saying. Yeah. yeah, you know, because everybody has a story. Um, you're trying to read between the lines. Like you're making them feel seen, right? Yeah, yeah. Hostage negotiator is actually not the term. Crisis negotiator is is what right. they're often referred sense. to, because right. oftentimes, very very rarely is there a hostage involved. That that's right. stuff for the movie. That's a movie right? thing, right? Yeah, correct. Often it's 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 someone in uh, crisis, like uh, oftentimes right. a mental holding a gun at a thirty three degree angle with their mom's lower calf in a bag, <laughs> or 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 they're the ones they're holding a gun to. Yeah, you know? right. Like right, right. They're they're, they're suicidal, um, and and you're just trying to keep them from hurting themselves. You know, right? They're right, not a threat yeah. to anyone wow. else. Um, and, and such a high pressure situation, man, that's wild. That's wild. The way you resolve that is by listening, actually Mm. listening to what they're going through and being empathetic. And, um, you know, it's, it's that police mentality where you would like want to win the, uh, the day, but not through force. You want to win it through, um, conversation. And so that's that's what we were. We we were just people that listened and um, talked to folks that were having the worst day of their lives, and we just tried to empathize with them, and and just tried to like relate what they were going through with our own personal experiences, and and be a human being and share that with these other human beings that were going through something, and. Like you, you got to where you like cared about these folks and you cared about their, their survival, you know, so and their struggles. When things went correct. When things went bad, like it, it affected you. Thankfully I was never on the phone with anybody that like <laughs> ended their own life, but other right. negotiators that yeah. I worked with were, and, um, you know, it's call me crazy, situation. but that sounds very stressful. Yeah. I can understand why you wanted to, uh, you know, switch switch paths a little bit, little Hon- little less honestly, stress. Honestly, it was it was the best part of my career, and my business is the thing that took that away from me. Um, 
I I was I was so serious. I was so serious about being a negotiator that I was I didn't like other negotiators that didn't show up on on callouts. So the minute that Johnny Builds started taking over my life and um, making it to where I couldn't respond to callouts, I said, "Hey, I can't do this anymore," and I stepped away from the team. And I didn't mm-hmm. want to. I did it. I did it because I knew that I couldn't be a hundred percent. Yeah. You couldn't fulfill the yeah. obligation. Yeah. And I wanted yeah. someone else that could to take my place. Interesting. Wild. Yeah. That is awesome. Uh, That's I mean, great answer. Thanks, dude. That's bonkers. really wild. Um, the next question is from Daniel Taylor. Uh, it is this one right here. What is up, everybody? It's Daniel with Taylor Custom Crafted. Once again, I almost forgot. I don't know how you guys manage some of your weeks, but mine are a little crazy right now. Uh, Anyways, hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody had fun on last week's question. Uh, Try to bring a little bit of humor to things. Sometimes that just makes a day go by a whole lot easier. Anyways, I'm going to quit hemming and hawing around and get straight to the point. So I've started making a lot of valet trays, little trinket dishes, you know, jewelry dishes, whatever you want to call them. Um, but I'm finding that when I try and sand, uh, I don't have the correct tool or a good tool to use when I'm sanding inside the tray. Um, I try and do it by hand a little bit, and of course that sucks. The worst sanding of all is to hand sand something. But anyways, um, what tool would you recommend to use for sanding small trays that maybe are four, five inches inside uh, area? What would you recommend? I know I asked Mike before, but I want to see what everybody else thinks as well. I appreciate you guys taking the time, and hopefully I don't forget to call in next week. See you guys. Dan? Dan? Um, I actually just bought the, the Rikon, a uh, little two inch sander from, uh, from Rikon rock the internet. Nope. No <laughs> tools today. Yes. Oh, okay. Tools today, man. Yeah, they've my been pushing mind is hard like, lately. Yeah. They, they were pushing it and you know what? I, they sold me on it. Uh, I've been doing yeah. some trays lately and, uh, that thing looks fantastic. So I, I pulled the trigger. It was only like 70 bucks. <laughs> I know it's uh, discounted pretty heavily right now. I think it's like 50 bucks off. But I would hit them up. Look at that. Uh, I think it's a two-inch sander, two-inch sanding pad. It is a two-inch pad, yep. Yeah. Rechargeable battery, so it's wireless. Yeah, it's fantastic. I I bought that. I also bought a three-inch sanding pad uh, for my drill off Amazon. It's okay. But I'm really hoping that uh, that Rikon sander is going to be, you know, Mm -hmm. the answer to my prayers. Uh, I don't think it arrives for another couple days as of the recording of this podcast. So that's what I'm doing. Um, I have looked into the the little Merca sander. I think Mike has that. Do you have that that little Merca? What is that? A three inch? Eros. Oh, Eros. I have. Yeah. I have a three inch. Well, no, that the, there's a three inch, which is the Daros, but it's a three inch Daros. I have that, and then I have the. I mean, I have all their sanders, but I have the the four by five square sander. No, but what's yeah, that's what I was going to say would use Eros. It's a one inch uh, sander. One, one, one inch. Whoa. It's like yeah, a, it's like a $700 sander, right? It's yeah, crazy it's really expensive. expensive. Like, I don't recommend like, the one anyone time like, in your buy life it. You want to be really like, small. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like unless you're like we just use it for like detail, like inside of stuff. Like it's it's if you if you're like a weekend warrior, like don't buy that sander. I cannot recommend that to anyone. It is very expensive. We use it for very specific stuff on very expensive pieces of furniture. It's not for trays that you're selling for thirty bucks. It's just yeah. not for that. Did, like, unless you're, you're doing like hundred trays a month. Yeah. Did you guys Even see then, that? Uh, That's three hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're doing trays on volume, maybe. I don't know. It's not like yeah. I don't know. But yeah, but like the four by five. D- uh, Dios sander is one I would recommend for that. It's that's a good sander for that. Like it, it is really a great sander. That that Dios sander is slick. It's slick. Um, and I also just got the um, the Rotex ninety. We just picked that up for cleaning up all these uh, coffee tables, the edges. It's like a it's a three point five inch disc, but it's a Rotex. It has Rotex mode. But what's Ooh. cool is it pops off. And it has a delta. It's got a triangle attachment to it. So you can put it to delta mode. Mm. And that is actually a pretty small delta sander. And we've been using that. For, well, that's cool. not that I'm doing it. I'm doing, I'm doing two trays right now as a personal like thing. It's not a, like a business thing. That sander is actually, it's legit. I mean, I really like it. I, so I, I can, I can vouch for, for that. I just, I yeah. just got it. Yeah. It's, oh, it's you got the amazing. 90. I saw yeah, Sedge doing the, the it, head swap on it. I'm like, that's actually yeah. really cool. It's so easy. Yeah. Like I, I will say. One other thing, um, I'm a big fan of Milwaukee M12, and they right. just came out with the talk dirty sander. to me. Okay. Oh, they they came out with a small sander. Mm-hmm. Is oh, it this triangle one, Johnny? I think so. Um, I'm looking at it right now. Actually, it just came up. I didn't know about that. I have all but the Milwaukee things. Brand, it's brand new. Now, I will say the, the Rikon really intrigues me because of the price point is. Is yeah, I already crazy. bought it. It's on its way. D- Dan, yeah. is that a Seven, five seventy mil stroke? Uh, I thought it was a three mil stroke. It's I thought three it was pretty smaller. Yeah, mm. I don't know. It's yeah. 70, seventy bucks. Mm. That is cheap. I might just. Grab it's it. like fifty dollars off right now too. So that's yeah, that's it's that price is Milwaukee Sanders nice. It's a little pricier, but my nice. my thing is like I'm I don't have any other Rikon tools, and I'm like I don't want to invest right. in a Rikon. Yeah, yeah, that was. That was kind of like yeah. my holdup at first, but you know, I was like, "Yeah, the price, it's fine." I, I can but that's it. that's for the sander, a battery, and a charger uh-huh. all in one. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a killer deal. That's, that's a ki- deal. like, that's like a I great said, deal. I saw I saw the same thing you did. Like tools today, like it's whatever on for sale, seventy bucks, sixty nine ninety nine for that one. Yeah, even for once in a while when you need it, yeah, that yeah. I pulled the bad. trigger like like that like. I didn't even stop. I'll tell you what, like Think about detail it. sanding and small sanding is is some of the most frustrating <laughs> yeah. uh part of of finishing a piece. And yes. and like a lot of big sanders that are not the nicest sanders on the market can get the job done. But mm-hmm. when it comes to detail sanding, like that's why I got that that Rotex 90. I'm like, I need <clears> something that is just dedicated to these small intricate kind of areas that I need to get to um because that's the most frustrating part. yeah that's where you're going to spend your time that's where exactly. you that's where you need to be efficient yep. yeah yeah man i i've i've never seen this rikon before i'm looking at it now and i, I would say honestly the for best bucks, answer I'm... for this question <laughs> is i think that rikon sander for trays yeah. like that looks like a really great option just looking at this i may just I, grab I bet one. all four of us yeah i can't wait to get it, it. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm I not gonna to lie; it. it's in my cart already. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm buying. It. I pulled I'm the trigger right on that now. sucker as soon as I, I saw it. For like, I I hate going into a new tool battery world. 
but mm-hmm. for that cost, I can for the one-off uses, I I can pull it off. It's so cheap. All right, it's so, so I agree with it's everyone. So cheap with everyone, especially that Rikon. Honestly, uh, you know what? I'll drop it. I'll drop a link in it. In a, I wish we had an affiliate link, but we yeah. don't. So well, this I is do, just a this is just a friendly link. Yeah, but, it's, so it's not on Amazon. Go, so I will give the the cheapest answer right. it's not even idea. cheaper than that which is uh harbor freight so harbor freight for one mm. thing so harbor freight <laughs> has an a cheap like seven dollar attachment no, for your um uh what's the the multi-tool for the multi-tool where you can put oh, a man. delta sanding pad on dude those are absolutely I, garbage I, pete I, they're I so I bad <laughs> i'm going from you guys went for like the the best options i'm gonna give people the the cheap option so the Delta, I use it. I don't hate it. It's not the best thing out there, and sometimes I still have to clean up my But hand. it's a thing. But it's a thing, can and I, it's can a good I, option. And a Delta pad. Can I throw in a hot take on this? Yeah, go for it. Please do. Okay. Okay. Buying cheap tools ends up being more expensive. This is than not buying. a hot take. This is my whole... This is lukewarm at best. Thank you, thank you. Like, <laughs> granted, like you can use it with a good tool. I'm sorry. Like, but it's just all you're that, doing that, all, if you're buying if you're buying Harbor Freight tools. It's labor. You're, but hang on, hang on. you're just buying the head though for a good multi tool. Like I use it with my Dewalt. That's one. Okay. okay, so that's one option. I'm just giving everyone the option. You're not buying the whole tool. You're just buying the accessory. Just the head. I, yeah, and then you can get sandpaper from just whatever brand. But the other one is uh, if you go on Amazon, just search um, two inch sanding discs. You can get like I think Mike, you bought these in the past because I bought with your affiliate link. They're just small pads. They come with like it's a three hundred pack of all the different grits, and they come with different sponge pads. You throw it in your drill press or in a drill, yeah. and you clean That's it what up. I got. They're honestly for it's seventeen dollars for three hundred pieces of. Uh, it's anywhere from sixty to three thousand grit. It's not the best thing. You can't get into all the nicks and crannies. It's something you have to put in a chuck of a drill. So take that with a grain of salt. But for 17 bucks, all these different small pads, I will recommend this. Sandpaper is so expensive. It's unreal how expensive sandpaper right. is and abrasives are. I just spent an ungodly amount of money at Klingspore this week. Like I was like, oh, it hurt real bad. I don't know why I just wanted to share yeah. that. But sandpaper is no, so it, pricey. <laughs> it is unreal. Good. good yeah. Well, when, you when you're buying it in the volume that Mike, Mike is, yeah. Oh, and one other thing I will say is uh, I think Baloy recently just did a video on um, getting the cleanest finish of your trays. So most of his, he does a lot of catch-all trays and valet trays, and he sands very little afterwards. Um, Look at the tramming on your CNC, tramming meaning if your bit is a perfect 90 degrees to the bed. Mine, I can tell you 100%. Left to right, perfect. Front to back, a hair off. I just leveled my bed, but my bed, and I have like a very tiny step. Like I can feel it, but it doesn't affect my my carving. So if you get it dead nuts flat, as we say, you will get a lot better results. So you can actually clean up with your bit more of it, so you don't have those like crazy lines in there that you have to then sand out. So that's something to consider as well. A lot of good answers here. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Good questions. All right, let's jump into this one from Toma. He, uh, it's very hard to understand. It's me, on the it's me. Hey guys, I'm Johnny. How are you all doing? 
I've got a question for Johnny. I saw that you used to be a cop, and I wonder what is the biggest difference between being a woodworker and a cop. No, but Thomas, stop it. Remember, we said no more questions like that. But it's a good... That's it. What? What are you doing? Wait, and the wait, acting. wait. Just the roof. Sorry, guys. I had to cut this question out of the voicemail. All right. So I did my first Christmas fair last week, and it was super fun. I also made enough that I already ordered myself a planner, and I still have a little left to invest. I don't know if I should get a HEPA canister filter for my dust collection and a air scrubber thingy, or a small laser to learn how to use it and have fun with. One part of me really thinks that I should get the healthy package, but lasers sounds fun and would help me develop my business. On the other side, living longer sounds nice, but come on, laser. Pew pew! Are the new 10 or 20 watt des desktop laser really useful or should I wait to get a real CO2 laser? Thanks! Really? You had to cut me out? I was going to ask if Johnny Rudd is nails gun like a real gun. Thomas, listen, I love you. It's too many bits. You can't have bitception yeah. in your call. Bitception. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks uh, for the call, buddy. Uh, I, did, I did like the, the New Jersey mob boss getting, you know, getting taken out in the beginning. So wait, yeah, it's, great. it's uh, a planer versus a laser? Uh, he bought a planer already. He wants to know oh. if he should get a HEPA canister on his dust collection. Oh, that's right. And then he's asking if um, he should get a laser, if he should get one of the, the diode lasers or save up money and get a CO2 laser. I want to hear what Johnny has um, to say first. Yeah. I do too. Yeah, definitely. He's a big HEPA guy. I know that. Yeah. Johnny HEPA. That's what people Sorry. call him. <laughs> Lord HEPA. HEPA builds. That was his old account name. <laughs> Uh, protect your lungs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we're cool. all gonna say that we're gonna yeah, protect we're gonna your go lungs the first and round foremost. robin real quick. Uh, <laughs> no reason to die of dust poisoning, which is just lung cancer. So just just get your HEPA, dude. <laughs> get it. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, I'm no gonna say gonna diode laser. Don't, okay. Before you kill me, hang on. Okay. Uh, so he actually has some dust collection already in a shop, which is you know. There's a lot of people that just don't have dust collection, and that that's the first big problem. Yeah, so people like, who don't do woodworking, sure. They don't. No, have dust no, collection. people that do and then don't even because like it's too much. Listen, it's only a matter done, of time before he brings up my old situation. Ran a Here sander we go. or uh, or your table saw, whatever, without a dust collector. Dan, I was I wasn't actually going to call you out, but no, there's plenty of us. We've done it where we've run tools because it was too inconvenient to run some kind of dust collection with it. So he already has a dust collector. I think he has an Oneida system. So he's got something which collects a lot of the dust. And granted, it might not be HEPA. It's something. I think for what he's trying to do, he's trying to make um, smaller items and a lot of them maybe personalize them. And he, it seems like he caught the bug for the, the craft fair. I would say a diode laser would be a good investment because I think that thing would pay for your HEPA filter pretty dang quick. Whereas yes. if you get a vacuum and a HEPA filter, that's not something that like makes you money. People always say like, well, how fast are you going to pay off that tool? 
a vacuum or HEPA filter is not a thing. A laser can actually pay for the next tool. So Can I add something? Yeah, please. You know, Tomah, we love you. We want you to keep calling in. At least, at least, I don't know if you can get this in France, but at least get the Win air scrubber. Oh, so you can filter out some of that that, that is lower mic. for micron. sure have air scrubbers in Europe. You don't need a win. Just How get, do you scrub in one. French? <laughs> but it's like, what is that win air, air scrubber? It's like 150 bucks. Yeah. You can get that and a laser. Yeah. Yeah? Sure. It's like 3,000 francs I don't know, I don't know what his budget is. Or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what francs are. Franks. <laughs> Isn't that a Marks? German, like, hot dog? <laughs> yeah, I think so. The French anyway. gave us the uh, Statue of Liberty. My only fact I know. Yeah, about. like a diode laser. <laughs> if you're making, like, cutting boards. Like, if you're making cutting boards, you just need to engrave people's stuff. You don't need to cut stuff out. So, just get a diode laser. Make some money. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's kind of that. That's actually the end of questions. <laughs> Whoa. Um, I, I have a couple for Johnny that I just want to quick way round robin. faster than 14 faster. hours. We're, oh, this okay. is like an... We're an hour and 30 minutes in, dude. Like, I know, but we, we didn't ask him the, the really questions, questions in for Johnny. Bye. What? I, I, we didn't get to interview him as much as I'd like, and I just want to ask him some quick ones. Let's do um, it. And so, first things first, it, you you show off a lot of... And let's keep the answers quick, too, although I want to hear more of it after we finish. You show off a lot of mistakes. Dan actually touched up on this earlier. Was that a conscious choice since the beginning? Like you show when you mess stuff up. Like when you were doing that, like uh, a big tray or cutting board for a serving tray for your wife. Like you, the handles were a little off. I think if I remember right. And like, you were just like, yeah, I messed that up. So I did this to fix it. Like you just show blatantly show the mistakes. What was the whole thought behind that? Well, uh, there isn't much thought behind it. I just think that's the thing to do. But, um, when you when you kind of break it down, when when you're woodworking, like you know how to push something through your table saw, right? You know how to cut something on your chop saw. You know how to sand something, right? That's all very simple processes. So where does the actual woodworking kind of play into it? And it's oftentimes the problem solving that comes with um, having to figure out how to fix your mistakes. So that's like, I feel like that's where the magic is, is like, you know, figuring out how to, um, am I allowed to cuss? Sure. It's already yeah. E-rated or okay. bad rated. Figuring R-rated. out <laughs> how to unfuck something that you've fucked up, essentially. <laughs> um, and I feel like that's where the magic is. And that's Absolutely. where you grow. That's where you grow as a maker, right? Like when, yeah. when you... Yeah when you learn from your mistakes. So at no point should you be shy about your mistakes or as what we talked about earlier, like failure, like fail, do it, do it often, fail, 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 learn from it, get better. Like that's the magic right there. Like, so showing my mistakes, like there's no ego involved. Like, I mess up just like every other human on the planet. Like, um, I have never once made a mistake. No, yeah, yeah. I, I believe it. That's the reason I, I follow it. him. Yeah, I believe it. No, you're you're <laughs> a perfect specimen of a human without being. flaw. Yeah, yeah. Look at look at this guy. Like his flawless. One would say background. His yellow flannel. Like his kitty cat. Like I love it. 
Um, <laughs> I, I just, I think that's the thing that, that can, it's an easy thing that makes you relatable and you don't even have to try to be like, you don't have to try that hard to be uh, someone that's authentic when you're showing your mistakes, right? So you just want to lay it all often, out there. You want to like show every part of it. Yeah. Authenticity bed. is the thing that like sells and is relatable, mm -hmm. you know, because we all, we all started not knowing what the hell we were doing. Whatever <laughs> journey we had, we figured it out. And none of us did it without making mistakes. So who cares if you make a mistake? Like, make them. Like, be proud of them. Show them, you know, learn from them. Or make a mistake and don't learn from it. Be proud of your mistake. Like, whatever your journey is, like, it's okay. It's, it's not a big deal. Like, just keep growing and learning and experimenting. Like, often when you experiment with things, like, you're not going to come up with something that's perfect. You're going to come up with something that's imperfect. And what you take away from that and what you iterate in the next version or um, what you learn through different processes, like, helps you grow. And that's what's important. Nice. Indeed. It's good. So Indeed. that kind of brings me to the question of like, you know, you're talking about like being intentional with that, but like, and it's going to be kind of a left field question, but do you consider yourself be to create, uh, be a creative person? Cause like for me, I think in angles and right angles and numbers, uh, every one of your projects seems to be a regular project with one thing really different, weird outside the box is that driven by customers or requests from your wife or whoever? Is that something that you just, you find yourself to be a creative person or you find a design, you want to go with it and then build a project around it? Like what's your creative process? Cause you're pretty out there with some of your designs. First of all, I appreciate that analysis cause you're a thousand percent spot on with um, kind of my process. Let's not grow his ego anymore. I'm a medium-sized fan at best. Yeah. Listen, you have the <laughs> second best beard in this group, okay? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I take. I know I take fourth place when I'm, I'm here amongst you. It's fine. It's, I, I, uh, you might have a close third. Eh. <laughs> so You want me to get closer? There it yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> My, mine doesn't, like, connect. Mind only. Anyways, <laughs> um, I'm losing my train of thought a little bit, but uh, your creative process, like, are you creative on purpose? Are you actually creative at heart, or is this something that you just get inspired by something? And I think, go with I think for, I think out in the world there are artists, and for them they have these innate abilities to create things out of nothing. Mm -hmm. Um. I think for the vast majority of us, like creativity is a muscle and you exercise it and you do that by, by looking at what other people are doing, looking at uh, Pinterest is a great example. Um, looking at that Home Depot and, and West Elm and, and like all these things and gathering information from all these different resources on texture and material and process and through that the more you expose yourself to that the better you get 
at being creative. It's, it's a muscle. Like I'm not an artist, a thousand percent. I'm not an artist and I will never claim to be one. And every good design I've ever had comes with multiple bad designs that I hate with a passion. And because I hate it, I keep iterating, iterating, iterating until I come up with something that I love. And then when I start building it, I realize all the things that I didn't think about when I was designing it. And then it kind of punches me in the mouth and I have to like iterate on the fly and I make mistakes. And eventually you end up with something that is you're really proud of, or you're just like proud of because you made it through all the, the steps that came before it, even though it like, Oh, I could do better next time. Like that's, that's a normal process mm -hmm. and it's okay to feel that way. Um, I just think that, that you've got to give yourself the credit for, uh, uh, failing and, um, not being satisfied with the first two, three, four, five, six designs that you come up with. Like that's, that's just part of the process that should, that should, you should enjoy that when you design something, um, or you have an idea or whatever, however your process is, if you hate it the first time, hell yeah, that's a good thing. Like be okay with hating it. Cause that right. just means when you hate it, that you're gonna, you're gonna take whatever you like out of it and whatever is wrong with it and continue to iterate. And that's where you start to get good at design. And like I said, for most of us, we're not artists, we're creators or makers or whatever you want to call us. And so it's a muscle and you just have to continue to exercise that muscle. And the more you do it, the better you'll get at it. Nice. Great. Awesome. Perfect. I love that. And I, I have a, and we're kind of running out of time, but I, I'd love a quick answer on this. Like you, you went full time, you did it. You live in a dream. And I'd love for you to kind of talk about like, what are your, what are your revenue streams? Obviously we all know about YouTube and sponsorships, but are you, are you leaning into some products or planned sales or anything else? Um, just curious. Cause our, our patrons or our listeners are always asking about that stuff. Do you pay Jeff and Bud Lights and Butterfingers? Yeah. Cause it works for Dan. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do everything I can to pay Jeff a living wage. Um, Je Jeff is awesome. Um, the, you don't pay him enough to buy an iPhone. Well, that, that is true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, Ouch. Once he gets better at editing, like maybe oh. he can okay. afford Maybe we'll talk iPhone. about a raise. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, uh, Jeff, I, I, if you're listening, I 100% meant, meant that. Um, <laughs> No, like like the, the vast majority of my revenue streams are ad revenue and sponsorships at this okay. point. Um, sponsorships in uh, like the ad read type sponsorships where in the middle of your video, you're talking about Audible, Squarespace, what have you. NordVPN. NordVPN. Established titles, if you've never heard of them. Uh, Husk Knives, uh, another great product. Um <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that is the vast majority of my revenue at this point, but, um, it always feels, oh, what's the right word? How do I say this in the proper way? 
without saying it feels dirty. It always feels a little bit dirty um, because oftentimes you find yourself promoting things that you're like, yeah, this is a good product. I dig this, but it's not perfectly on, adjacent on brand. Not, yeah. It's not perfectly adjacent to what's going on in that video. And that's what, that's what really sucks. I'm going to take a hard left turn to tell you about this. Um, oh, should I say this because I'm releasing a video on Sunday? No, we, uh, we know what you're talking about. The, 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 yeah. the brands that it almost doesn't make sense in the middle of the video. So, so with that in mind, there are revenue streams out there that are, um, Ooh, how do I say this? That can be very valuable. Um, that, that involve leaning into, uh, the loyal audience that you build. So I think that's the most important thing is, is being authentic, showing your mistakes, building a loyal audience and building an audience that trusts you and then providing that audience value. Like whatever that is for you, whether it's entertainment, whether it's education, whether it's a mix of the two, um, whether it's like, hey, I'm gonna show you how to build this project, I'm gonna show you how to design this project, I'm gonna show you how I work with epoxy, what have you. Like once you start drilling down into the minutia and you have an audience that is willing to uh subscribe and pay for exclusive content based around that that is when i think you're at your most valuable and that is my biggest goal at this point like mm. creating content specifically for what the core of my audience wants to see in a way that I can't do on YouTube because YouTube is kind of quick hitting um, a lot of personality. Um, the things that work on YouTube today aren't the things that worked five years ago. You know, five years ago, YouTube wasn't the entertainment platform that it is today. It was more of an education platform. It was where you went if you wanted to learn how to fix your dryer whose heating element had broken, right? Now it's an entertainment platform where you go to be entertained and watch essentially television shows. So with that paradigm shift to bring that word back into it. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, a, a lot of, of the way that a lot of us creators uh, do YouTube has, has shifted as well. You, you may notice that it's a lot more personality-driven. Uh, titles are a lot more vague and clickbaity. Um, thumbnails are a lot more vague and clickbaity. It's very rarely a finished shot of a project. Often it's a process shot of the very beginning of a project or something like that. And um, a lot of that has to do with the, the, the audience that exists today. But the other side of that is to get back to the original point is um, you want to be able to do that and you want to be able to curate, uh, you know, that loyal audience that's there to, show up on day one of a, a video drop and right. watch what, no Get matter what push. you do. Yeah. No matter what you do, like 
let's say it's 30,000 or 50,000 or 100,000, or if you're really lucky, like 200,000 people, like every time you drop a video in that first 24 hours, they're watching. They're there for it. Correct. Yep. So that's massively uh, valuable when it comes to uh, like ad revenue and when it comes to sponsorship dollars. But beyond that, if you create um, like, let's say you're creating like courses and, and uh, um, you know, like uh, uh, in-depth courses that go way beyond what you're doing on YouTube, like that is where the real, real value is. Right, right on. Yeah. That's good, man. Thanks. Thanks yeah. for sharing that. All right. I think that's cool. That's it. That's all I got. That's it. Let me uh, quickly mention our top tier sponsor or patrons. Excuse me. Uh, Justin. Well, Addy, they are kind Christian, of sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Chung, Square Splinter, Andrew Vahey, Tim from Lock City Woodworks, Michael Flickinger, Alex Ander, Copa Johns, and Jake Miller. Big Thank thanks you, to guys. you guys. Johnny, thank you so much for coming on the show. Sorry it took so yeah, long. Thank you. Really, really glad you came on, man. Um, go check out Johnny everywhere. YouTube, Instagram, OnlyFans, TikTok. TikTok. He loves fans, TikTok. Facebook, Space Hey, Be Real, and Space Tinder. Hey. Uh, yeah, he's, no, go check him out everywhere. If you don't follow Johnny, that's preposterous. Go go check him out. Uh, we you. will be back next week, probably on Wednesday. We're working all the details on that, and uh, we will talk to you guys soon. Dan is going to get the podcast out very early on Friday this week for the patrons. He has promised that. He put his I, pinky oh out God, and he did no. a digital oh, pinky swear. Did, no, <laughs> no, this will be out Sunday for everyone. If you're a patron, you're hearing this now, but we will be back next week, so we'll talk to you soon. Uh, everyone have a great week. Thank you for all the support. Goodbye. Love you all. Bye-bye. 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 Love you long time. Yeah.